This is the Justin Hour. Yeah, it's me <laughs> all the time. We should make this guy say something for us. Say, say Grit City Podcast. This is Grit City Podcast. See? Nice. God damn it. I like that. <laughs> I yeah. like that shit, too. Yeah. Um, God, now now the point I was like, I'm trying to be like... <laughs> oh, sorry, did I distract yeah. you with that manly, yeah. deep voice? Like, <laughs> I know, now I'm trying to... Now I, got a co- now I got a copy of two Crit City podcasts. <laughs> See, I can do it, too. See? 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 Yeah. It's like, I fuck. can't even tell where my voice ends and yours begins. <laughs> I can. I can't either. I can well, totally no, tell. Uh, damn it, shit. <laughs> fuck. Whatever. Incorporated in 1875, proclaimed as the City of Destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the City of Grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I am Justin. Ooh, I am Scott. There is... I'm Jeff. Jeff! <laughs> Jeff remembers what he was saying right there. And we also have no Robo Brogan. Well, we've got a Robo Brogan, I think, maybe. Let's see. Do we have a Robo Brogan? Get in there. Oh, we got yeah. a little bit of a Brogan. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> hey, guys. Oh, how's uh, how's uh, how's old Cosmic Bottles going there, Brogan? You making some money? $100. Oh, good for you, Brogan. I'm very happy that you're uh, out there making money for Cosmic Bottles. Our fourth member, unfortunately, is Brogan, who is out in Covington making things happen, getting people beers. I knew you wanted it. We did want it. We wanted Brogan. He was here, but we don't have him anymore. But with us today is a special guest. We've got Drew from Buffalo Preacher. Drew, how are you doing today, man? You know, I'm I'm doing pretty damn good, fellas. See, look at that voice. Look at that. You feeling pretty good? You're bringing I us am. some booze, and uh, the 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 welcoming committee is very appreciated with that. Yeah, I feel like I'm cruising right into a to a good hang. You know, and, I don't know about uh, that. You're cruising into a fucking a problem, maybe. I know, right? We are. Uh, <laughs> shit might get crazy. An incident. Oh, we've been uh, we've been having some fun here. Uh, we're at the beautiful Union Club, which um, if you check out UnionClubTacoma.com, you can see it. It's a co-working space. Who um, they're gracious enough to let us haunt it uh, along with the other ghosts on weird, <laughs> odd hours. They do a lot of events, but right now we're in the big downstairs event space because there's nothing going on today. So we took it over, moved a couple furnitures around, and uh, decided to have a little uh, a little soiree, a get together, yeah. a shindig, as it were. Oh man, thanks for coming in early too. Like yeah, uh, no I problem. really appreciate yeah. that. You yeah, know? we had some uh, scheduling changes, and yeah. you were gracious enough to uh, be able to come down a little bit early. So thank you. Yeah, no problem. I'm and, happy to come down. So, uh, Drew, you are from Tacoma, correct? Uh, I live in Tacoma. Live in Tacoma yeah, is what I'm, I mean. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I think as things go, I'm still newly Tacoma Ooh, minted. How, so. how long? How long? Three years uh, this month, actually. Wow. Well, yeah. congratulations. Thank you. Um, uh, what's what was now? Uh, we'll get into why you're here in a minute, but just uh, what your first impressions of Tacoma was, if you remember, harkening back to three years ago when you moved here, mm-hmm. as opposed to now. Was there something like back then that kind of surprised mm-hmm. you that now you're kind of like? well, that's just what Tacoma is. You know, I, th- I think what I really appreciated was how 
true blue collar was, how it, it reminded me when I first got to Seattle, you know, almost 20 years ago, like that, you know, you still had the one-off shops, you know, restaurants, you had yeah. like the dive bars, you had the local music scene, you had the local people you'd run to and meet immediately and know, like, I'm going to see that dude once a week for the rest of my life as long as I live here, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good but, call on that. Yeah. Yeah. It was just really rad. And yeah, it felt really like a, a, a town that people loved. And, and most of the people here were like born and raised pretty close by mm -hmm. or if not here, which I appreciate, you know? Cause... And I mean, yeah, see like, like Washington and the Pacific Northwest is known for transplants a lot of the times, but a lot of times mm. it's like for a Seattle sort of thing. Um, yeah, I grew up in Tacoma and spent uh, a lot of years up in Seattle and then moved back down because my wife came by way of Bothell, which if uh, you go from Bothell to Tacoma, there's yeah. a distinct difference Big in uh, mentalities. Um, but after a couple of years, she's like, no, I think we can buy a house here and I'm OK. Um, I just I, I find it funny because it's uh, a lot of the times you get there's an abrasiveness that sometimes people aren't necessarily ready for or accustomed to Tacoma. Sure. But it's kind of that surface area. Like most of the people are just good people. But like you said, that blue collar mentality, yeah. that's a perfect way to but describe it's, it. You know, I was in the military boot camp and all, you know, and oh, I've been in yeah, bands. Yeah, yeah. Musicians are vicious, you know. Yeah. So when someone throws some shit your way, you just got to send it right back and you usually get a good vibe going. That is perfect. You know? And I know that Jeff was super stoked because uh, Buffalo Preacher is your band. Yes, sir. Um, and... Uh, I love the sound. The sound is fan fucking tastic, man. <laughs> Thank like, you. Seriously, Thank you like, yeah. um, how, where did uh, where did Buffalo Preacher get its start? So it, it kind of a it's kind of really a collective deal between uh, Donnie Vince and myself. Um, those two fellows have worked together for quite a while as uh, Vince on drums and Donnie on guitar in a couple of bands, The Hard Count and Lemon. And so Donnie switched over to bass. This was the first time him playing bass in a wow. long time. So. He had this really amazing studio he was working on, building on his property, and he was like, hey, why don't you come out? We'd like to back you up and see if we can do something as a three-piece. And we're all ZZ Top guys, ACDC, you know, nice. that's like, yeah, our, yeah, you know, yeah. and it just totally felt like, vibe. yeah, yeah. And, I and, thought head, Jeff's head was going to fucking come off his <laughs> nod so hard. He's like, yes, ACDC, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's just kind of, uh, once we got in a room together and we started playing, we're like, shit, let's, let's start writing some songs. Yeah. And, and it just kind of had that sound from the word go. And you know. as of right now, out uh, you have On Sacred Ground, which right. is available streaming, Amazon, uh, Spotify, Pandora, uh, also on Apple as well. I was able to pull it up on my uh, Apple Music. Right. Um, people can pick that up anywhere. And if you go to uh, Facebook, just search for Buffalo Preacher. It's really easy right. to find. Mm -hmm. um, that's one of the beauties of the internet at this point in time, especially in the last year or so, where shit's kind of gone sideways. Say it's pivot, been yes. strange, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like Say even- pivot. Like, say pivot. Uh, I didn't want to say <laughs> pivot because it is it's that buzzword, but that's the one thing that we've talked with a lot of people about whether yeah. or not it's bands doing trying to figure out the whole gig economy at this point, which is another fucking buzzword. Um <laughs> but uh having to learn how to pivot and even just like doing at, at home shows or just trying to figure out what's been going on or just settling down and being like, we're going to make this album. And that kind of seems like, is that where you guys kind of came from with this? Well, um, we were, we were almost in the process of wrapping the album up and then trying to get stuff booked for, for summer stuff, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, for the album yeah. push. And then, you know, things shut down in March and we were doing the final mixes and we we're like, okay, well, let's sit on it for a minute. And then it just didn't seem like there was going to be an end in sight. So we, we wrapped up more stuff. We took a little more time, did some more overdubs we probably wouldn't have done. And uh, 
And as summer went by, we, we did some live streams. We, we did some other stuff and we thought, you know, let's just not wait on this album. Let's just put it out, yeah. make, make it available for stream, you know, and, and just see what's going to come around the curve. Now that's been the struggle right there. It's like, what is the next thing? You know, exactly. like how do you, how do you figure out what the next way to connect is? And so that was a big part of putting the album out so we can just start working on something else, you know? You got to let go to move on. And to, that's the to one thing creating. too. You've got, you've, you've got that baby and you want to be able to put it out in the way that you've known that it traditionally is put out. Like right, yeah. a band goes and you put out your album, you go on tour, you sell it via that most of the time. Yeah. And that's like the bread and butter for a lot of bands is uh, if you're, you're playing shows and then you sell your merch at the show. That's, and that's it. Yeah. Without having that, um, that night where everyone's sweating in a room together, it's, it's really hard <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. get that out to, to connect and, and find the way to, Hey, this is a new thing. And also, you know, I think we all know it's, we probably, all of us are from that album generation where you listen to an album mm-hmm. and you kind of appreciate the album and that's kind of, you know, it's really tough to get someone, Hey, this is a new thing. Listen to the whole thing. So well, that's kind of something that. I've kind of come to think about a lot. It's like, well, maybe the direction is more one at a time, you know, EPs as opposed to a full length or well, that and, kind of deal. And it's even so succinct as like, I looked it up on Apple music and you look at the track list and a lot of the times you'll be, there'll be a couple that are starred. And mm-hmm. so those are, uh, and I don't even know the reasons why they star them. I'm like, well, those are probably the premier ones they want people to listen to, or these are going to be the quote unquote singles. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot of the times, and I've been falling back on this, just getting into vinyl again, mm-hmm. um, is like, no, I want to listen to an album from the start to the finish because that's when you can feel that the, the story that yeah, the, 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 the band the is way. putting together or you can create your own stories there have been a couple of albums where i've sat and very inebriated and <laughs> yeah. realized oh there's a connection here there's a connection here and, and then suddenly and it's speaking directly to you yeah exactly <laughs> Even more importantly and yeah. then i'm just like oh and i'm putting this all together and it's like oh this is probably just my own thing and but it was still it made it more magical to be able to listen to that all the way through I, I feel the same way. I'm I'm a vinyl person. I, I I've gotten ridiculous into going back to listening. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I I think like I got so into you know the Spotify Pandora stuff in the last ten years that I, I just stopped. You know, it was bands that got me back into it. Bands that I you know like there's new bands, uh, All Them Witches and King Buffalo. These two bands in particular, which I'm huge huge fan of. Nice. Put out great stuff. And um, King Buffalo is a smaller band like ourselves touring East Coast and uh, couldn't they weren't going to come to the West Coast. So I rounded up a bunch of buddies. We went to Nashville to go see them in a small club. You know, we we partied for the week. We went to meet them, hang out with them. It's a small club like you would have here in Tacoma or Seattle. And these guys are fantastic. You know, we get the vinyl and stuff. And that's, you know, that's the stuff I I love about music. You know what I mean? So you got a chance to actually like hang out with them and stuff? shoot the shit, talk guitars and music. And And they probably thought it was the most amazing thing that you got somebody who has traveled from, this is the second second music podcast where we talked about Nashville. But yeah, yeah, it's like that. You go to that and uh, just being able to have people who are into you so much that they'll travel and do that. And and to to appreciate the music, you know, is is to me the, the... first and foremost thing with it and then how to get other people to do that i don't know that's a tough thing but for me it's it's vinyl front to back i mm-hmm. love it and when, now that i'm doing it again that's that's what i like to do at home and you know and, and now to and from work i 
got this great stereo system in my car and all I listen to is podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, that's exactly. that's my that's my traffic stuff that I enjoy. I'm in it now and it's like my whole listening situation has changed now and I'm I'm back to how it used to be when I was a teenager, you know. I Headphones was... or speakers, full album. Oh, so yeah. tell me, tell me about the vinyl because I'm oh. I've never I've never been a vinyl guy ever. Right, like for me, it was always uh, cassette tapes. That was like um, I can <laughs> yeah. tell you, I can tell you the first cassette tape I bought with like my own money. Really? Yeah, what yeah. was it? Motley Crue. Nice. Which one? Uh, Doctor Feelgood. F- makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. Makes album. sense. <laughs> right. It was, uh, it was it was paper route money, man. And I remember nice. standing there looking at the cassette. You know, they had the cassette. Uh, where you could see inside what they were. And mm-hmm. I had no idea what to buy. I had no taste in music, nothing. And a, a kid from my school walked by and I asked him, I said, hey, what's a good what's a good tape, right? And he's like, oh, they say uh, this one's cool, Motley Crue. And I was like, all right. And so I grabbed that. And, and uh, then it was just downhill from there. It was a solid <laughs> yeah. um, I can tell you the first CD I bought was uh, uh, fucking Metallica and Justice for All. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. And listen to that fucker for the- until I, I bore the CD off of it. The first CD that I bought with my own money was Offspring Smash. Nice. And it was, A, it was affordable because it was the $10 CD when most of the time, because I remember going to Incredible Universe in uh, 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 Auburn, which now is the Super Mall. Mm. But when the Super Mall was first made, it was one big store where you could go and you could play video games and try them out for the first time and listen to music for the first time. This was all brand new shit. It must have been a mecca, yeah. Oh, it was amazing. (laughs) So it wasn't like a little like little stores like in each one no it was one what? big store that they hadn't and they hadn't figured out they're gonna build around it and do uh. the thing but then incredible universe went out of business <laughs> and it basically that mall turned into like it's basically like an outlet mall yeah. at this point in time yeah. for like people to speed walk around and circles <laughs> um but yeah it was smash was the first one that i got and then i remember the tape the first tape i got was uh the black album you're talking about metallica yeah. was that <laughs> one Dude, my sister got me out of school for that album. Really? No joke. To go pick my, it up? No, she had it, right? So she just showed up at the school and she she had like uh, bootlegged me a copy. Like oh, she bought badass. the album and like made me a copy. And so she came to school and said, she's like, I need to talk to Scott. I need to get out of class. <laughs> oh, man. That's no awesome. shit. And so like she came, they came and got me out of like computer class. And um, I'm like, what the fuck, right? And she's like, I got Metallica's new album. She's all here, check it out. <laughs> she gave it to me, man. I didn't yeah. even know Metallica until the black album and i had a cousin who was just like dude you have to listen to this and then i saw the video and i was like what the yeah. fuck and then i go back and listen to their stuff and i'm like oh my fucking god that's amazing do you remember like your first vinyl or your first cd or tape you know uh i do remember my first cd and this is kind of it's kind of funny but uh i, I talked about music stuff tapes and stuff with my old man he's a classic rock guy my first uh, CD was like in the bargain bin because it was so cheap, but I, it was Inagata Devita, okay. nice. Iron Butterfly, Iron but it was like the first time I could hear the full drum solo. And I'm okay. like, oh, it's the 17 minute version. Oh, I, I got to buy this, you know, because <laughs> I'd only heard about <laughs> yeah, it. It was a conversation piece and I took it home. Oh man, I listened to it too many times for for a drum solo. You know what I mean? But it was fantastic. So is that what it is with vinyl? Is that it's the uh, the originals? Is that why you guys it's, are into it? You know, or is it the sound? For me, it's it? uh, it's more like you just start it. And you're not you're not going to stop it till it's done. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, that's that's okay. what it's not like. As much as I love cassette, when I had, I mean, that Walkman was everything to me. Wow, you know, but you're it. not going to fast forward. You're not going to stop. It's mm-hmm. just it's the needles on and like hey. Yeah, <laughs> right. You can't skip forward or skip back. Yeah, okay. but it's just, unless you're really good. Audio files, though, they say you can hear the difference. Like if you hear a Jimi Hendrix album, you can hear the like the electricity in the re- 
recording studio. That's how much it Yeah. And even that stuff. crackle, like at yeah. the beginning, there's a totally different vibe when you're listening to that. There, and, yeah, there's a, there's a big difference between uh, when it's initially cast and you got the sine waves, which are like smooth, versus like the ones and zeros that are going to be building blocks mm-hmm. uh, in a CD, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no matter what you do in a CD, the fidelity is only going to get so good. But on vinyl... Like these perfect sweeps, the swells, and you know that okay. bass, the kick drum comes yeah. in. You know, I'll have you. I'll come by and uh, I'll have you come by and we can uh, we can get really ripped and uh, hang out in the old. We'll uh, watch the, the dark bar. side of the moon yeah. or listen to the dark side <laughs> of the moon. <laughs> you, you put dark side of the moon on full blast after a couple of drinks and smoke. Right? You know, there's I have I have an album and it was one of those ones. I think I don't even know how I managed to stumble upon it, but one of my favorite bands and it's weird, but it's a uh, super tramp. Uh, they did Breakfast in oh, America. All right, cool. Yeah. So you kind of understand that. I have a God. It was like I don't know some eighties or seventies. They did a Live in Paris album. I don't even know how I got it. I think okay. I maybe found it at like maybe like a Drastic Plastic or a High Voltage down here on Sixth Ave. And I was like, oh, I got to get that. And that one is one of my favorite albums. And it's because like that fullness of sound. And even sometimes. Yeah. When you hear a live recording, it's not the best, or you'll see how it is. But with that, it's like the vinyl just gives it that full sound, and it just lifts everything up. It really does, yeah. It brings, it. and especially like you listen to like the live album, you get those coming yeah. in. You know, when it's on vinyl and it's coming through the stereo, you feel like you know, like cheap trick live at Budokan. You know, <laughs> you're just like, oh man, I'm there, dude. <laughs> also, so good. Another another really good vinyl. I was just thinking, we're getting a total vinyl chat right here. <laughs> uh, but it was, and it's a new one that's out there. But it's uh, NXS's greatest hits. Like Ooh, okay. I just stumbled upon that out in like Port Towns, and I was like, yeah, nice. I'll spend I'll spend the fifty sixty yeah. bucks on this vinyl. This coming home. <laughs> yeah, like even like special presses. People are coming back with the special presses. It's pretty amazing on that. Are you right. a vinyl guy, Jeff? No, it costs too much money. I, I, it I, is I, a I little pricey. It. Sometimes. And I was there. It like is. my my first record was my dad bought me a record player, and he bought me the um, Beach Boys. Some about uh, cars. There was cars on it, so I played the hole into that one until I was able to go to the store with my mom and pick up a Twisted Sister Stay Hungry. <laughs> and I picked up the record and I looked at it and I saw D. Snyder on it and I said, I know what I want to be when I grow up. And my uh, mom looked at me and said, don't tell your father. <laughs> and she got it for me and I played, I played it over and over and over again. And then, of course, cassettes came out and stuff like that. I moved on. I uh yeah I remember uh, fucking literally wearing out cassettes like where yeah. it would actually and run that was heartbreaking when it, it when it started falling apart and you're thinking I have to invest in replacing one I already own right? versus and buying I, something new and that was broke as fuck too <laughs> yeah. it's like I'm gonna go down to you know whatever the Sam Goody or the warehouse or something around here and like I gotta buy another tape for this and then CDs came out I'm like oh fuck it let's do this <laughs> but yeah how Ooh. shitty were CDs when they first came out though. Like, right. do you They're guys awful. remember that? Yeah. Oh, they were fucking miserable. You couldn't take it. Like, like there was no such thing as like a CD Walkman, right? They had the disc mans with that yeah. anti-skip technology. Oh, God. It was so oh, fragile. They was... were fucking terrible, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I remember going ham on, on Columbia House. <laughs> oh, seriously? Okay. That is... Getting the 12 for whatever right. it was. Yeah, 12 for yeah, a penny. Course, just pay yeah. for yeah, the Until uh, mom and dad find out. Right. And that was exactly what happened with me. I remember getting, it was like the six for a penny. Yeah. And it was, 
uh, oh shit, okay. Doing the math, I can afford a penny. Right, and I was like, and, and I had already thought about it too. I was like, well, okay, well, I know that you you have to buy so many a year in order to get that. And I'm like, and they're expensive. They're like 20 bucks a CD at least. And I'm like, okay, I can do this. I'm fine. I've yeah. set this up if in I'm my brain. If I'm disciplined, if right? I suddenly <laughs> create so, this discipline I've never had before. It, right. yeah. yeah, and I got, I got six. I got six for a penny. Uh, I think I got two Bjork CDs. Judge me like a motherfucker here. Uh, Counting Crows, uh, Smashing Pumpkins, and there were two other ones that I can't remember right now. Some college radio stuff right there, man. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) And um, I remember getting them, and then my mom, you know, getting the package, and my mom being like, Where did you get these? I was like, I got them on this thing. I want to do this. Why did you get these? Because I like because I like music, you shithead. And the TV guide's just sitting there. (laughs) It's exactly, and it was like I can do this, and I can afford this, and I'll do it. And uh, she was like, I don't trust you. So she called Columbia House and was like, Did you know that you let a minor do this? And they're like, Oh, underage, done. So I never had to pay for anything, and I got totally off of it. So I felt good, but also I was like, I was responsible enough to do that. (laughs) Fuck. I had six more CDs coming my way. <laughs> right. Can oh can can I talk about the the record? The, yeah, the, dude. The, yeah, straight the, up. Buffalo Preacher. So I listened to uh, Scott told told us you guys were going to be on, and I seen you guys somewhere before. I don't know if I listened listened to you before, uh, because your your music is kind of right right up what I listen to, especially with the passing of uh, Dusty Hill. Uh, yeah, we've been yeah. listening to a lot of uh, Rip Dusty. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. That type of music, you know, so For it sure. really fit in. Um. It's it's really good. Thank you. <laughs> which, which I think I think 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 is great. So, what kind of guitars do you use? What, what are, what's your favorite to record um, with? Let's say number one or, guitar on that, uh, on that and one. and it's kind of yeah. real fortunate because I wouldn't normally be able to go out and afford to buy it, but uh, I came across a '67 Epiphone Rivera, nice. which is just that's my number one. That's the backbone of my tone with that one, Very and then. Nice. Uh, couple of strats and a couple of tellies and uh, Les Paul kind of fill out rhythms and leads, but mostly all the rhythm tracks are done with that Epiphone. Nice. And, uh, and I kind of just do it real, mostly stripped down, run into just a Fender tube amp, crank it, big room, you know, nice tube mic on it, and just let the guitar and amp do the tone, you know? Right. Yeah, not right. a whole lot do for- Do you like uh, tubes? Are you, do you, uh, you know- you ever jump I'm, to the- I'm a tube guy. I, I love tube. I love tube amps. I, you know, I do a little solid state. I've done solid state before, which is it's more dependable. If I'm just going to be gigging okay. place, I'm not. I'm not so worried if anything happened to it. But as soon as I take a solid state amp out and I'm gigging, I'm like, God damn it! I should have brought the tube amp. Right. <laughs> I can hear the difference. Right. You know, it's tough, but uh, yeah, you know, um, we kind of just um, almost with everything on this record, we kind of just really stripped everything down and kind of got to the truest essence of how much tone we can get out of something like even some of the tracks with the bass um running through just out of the head into the tape machine and then kind of pushing that tape machine a lot of this a lot of the rhythm tracks were done to tape you know oh, to, nice. to get a little more like right. we're talking about the fidelity with the oh, vinyl to get a little more like you know yeah we didn't didn't do as much dig- we tried to do as little digital as we had to you know um but this was all I mean, honestly, I, I, we never been able to do this if it wasn't for Donnie building the studio, uh, the Lemon Ranch, which we'll have to link yeah. up to that. Um, but that's that was kind of this was kind of a big baby for Donnie too, uh, for the band to be able to do this album front to back and use all these little elements: use the room, use the mics, you know, use the board, use the tape machine, right. and, and then try to get things sounding as good as, good as we could. But I right. think it sounds 
I mean, oh, it sounds fantastic! You know, it's fantastic. Like, I took it out yeah. back and I smoked weed to it. And I'm just saying, <laughs> anything, yes, anybody, yes, yeah. that is the best. That is the best too. compliment. Right, and it's usually at the end of the day when I would just want to relax or think about pot, about pot, think about podcast stuff yeah, and, yeah, and sure. harass these guys. And usually, and it, it works. It works really, really well. So it is on my uh, my my rotation. Nice, of, yes, of going out and yes. smoking pot too. And, yeah, good listenable pot. <laughs> album is like that is man because there's like a handful of albums you think of that uh kind of stand the test of time you're like oh right. zeppelin zz top and if i can just sneak in there on someone's playlist and, and be their go-to pot album that's enough oh. yeah <laughs> that's Jeff's all done done yeah. and done. There's, well no like i mean that that's actually like literally there's been a couple of albums and kind of circling back even to the vinyl thing where it's like i've listened to an album so many times that I needed to buy it specifically for the the vinyl press. Right. Um, I've done that recently with two albums, one being Tom Petty's Wildflowers, oh. which is just uh, my music is all over the fucking no dude it sounds like i'm 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 picking up your vibe man i'm picking <laughs> up was, what you're laying down <laughs> it's so beautiful and then the other one was tv on the radio seeds Ooh, and nice. yeah yeah and yeah. it's it was just one of those that my buddy was like you got to listen to these guys they are pretty cool and a lot of their stuff is a little uh their earlier stuff is a little less accessible so i'm like some of the songs are really cool every once in a while but that whole album is literally it's like one i can just play from the beginning to the end much to my wife's chagrin because it's one that i would <laughs> Just like no, I'm gonna play this one. She's like, yeah. all right, yeah, we learned this that, one uh, a lot of times. So like that yeah. Wolf song they had. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Back. That yeah. yeah, that's on a different album. And I ended up getting that that's whole a, album. That's a great, uh, great band. Man. Yeah, really, really cool sound. I found yeah. I found them out because Dave Letterman fucking loves the shit out of them. Yes. Had them on like 800 times. Yeah. So like watching their live of that and then listening to the albums, yeah. I was like, these guys are just amazing. Yeah, that that vo- that the vocalist, he's dynamite live. Mm-hmm. Like he just he is in the zone and it doesn't even sound like he's paying attention to who's playing what and he's just like right there in pitch just screaming his ass off and and yeah like, just like that dude is just vibing right. like to the room like that is awesome man. when you have that 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 camaraderie with yeah. everybody where you can just be you in your place and everybody knows and exactly where to go that elevation you know like yeah that is it's a great thing about uh and i'm sure you guys get that stuff working with each other when when you have that time together mm-hmm. you know everyone's filling in where someone's you know what I mean? It's like uh, my back's turned, so you're watching that way, and I'm exactly over here. right. You know, no man, off. I have nothing in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> like these guys run the show, bro. No, Scott I shows up sit and sits here. Like, Someone's got to be the eye candy, you. baby. I, I, <laughs> I literally have three drinks in front of me, and everybody else has knobs and computers and buttons and shit, and I'm just sitting there. Just he does all there. the pre work. We wouldn't have got got you here, Scott. Scott's like I, I call it taking Scott off the hook. Or, oh, yeah. Off, off the leash. Off yeah. The, off, off the hook. <laughs> he's off the hook, he's off, the off the leash. The hook, no, yeah, he's off the leash. And uh-huh. He'll come out and, and goes, oh, yeah, I've got this guy on. You know, he'll reach nice. out. Chases people down in the train. He chased. He, uh, <laughs> I do. I hey. do. Look, yep. I do get guests. I try my hardest. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that, that is not a fun thing. Booking stuff, it, it I know, so. because uh, I've done it in bands, and, and I don't like to really. In fact, even this, this situation, you guys yeah. were dealing with Vince. And I love Vince because he's willing to do the work. And right. You know, I'm like, dude, I, I'll write some music. You, you, you do, well, the, and you need you know? those people who can yeah. um, either um, adjacent to the band or a part of the band, and you figure out, well, okay, you can play music, or like with us, you can podcast. Yeah. 
but what can we bring around to it? Yeah, I mean, as much as I, I love my band writing music, I'm not always the best advocate for saying, all right, I just did this thing, now listen to it. Yep. You it's know? hard it's, to do, it's, it's your really, art. It's, it is, because you just want it to be appreciated. Mm-hmm. And when someone else is saying, man, check this shit out, that's a whole different, oh, okay, you can hand off. Like, okay, yeah. you, you go fight that battle, because that's really tough. Like, I have uh, one of my best friends, uh, Kevin Alkihai. And he, we grew up together in California. He is that guy for me, you know, with everyone I know back home. He's like, dude, have you, have you heard this? Like, he's just right? like slapping it in people's faces. And, you know, you need sometimes someone who's willing to just, you know, gas it up and, and you know, you know, be your hype man or, or, you know, advertise or market and do all that stuff that's not fun for people yeah. when they're working on like, hey, how do I make this thing even work? You exactly. Know? Yeah. And I mean, this whole last year has made everyone trying to realize and try to figure out what the fuck to do and yeah. again like we were talking about pivoting um like you can <laughs> have it yeah, <laughs> you can like you can figure out what it's gonna be like we've had to up until you know recently where everything reopened and everything is kind of modified closed back down so we don't even know what the fuck's going on now yeah for sure but we we couldn't record at the union club all the time they had literally shut down so and i mean obviously to keep everyone safe and do their thing so then we had to figure out okay what are we going to do so we went to discord um oh, okay and we figured out oh hey we can do this online and now we're recording to people that are now live we're still doing it here but if people want to be able to listen to us live on the saturday or sunday that we're doing it mm-hmm. you can do so now we do like saturday nights where we just you know get hammered and harass Shoot each other shit. for a couple hours <laughs> right. yeah yeah that's cool but we for did a- that last night yeah oh, nice. I, was, I was hanging a little this morning <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but man. you got to kind of figure out those sort of things yeah, for sure. And I mean, uh, have you guys been able to book shows or are you even looking at that now? Because you know, it's such um, a weird thing right now. You know, it's, it's almost beyond weird. Um, and, and that was tough. Cause we were just kind of trying to figure out what we we're going to do. Um, Donnie's Donnie started a different project playing guitar and some stuff. So we were kind of parting ways with Donnie, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And so we're looking like, okay, what's the next step? And for me, um, like I've demoed almost 30 songs in the last nine months, you wow. know, just writing. And I got the whole recording set up at home because I figured if I'm going to be locked down. So, you know, I got Straight up, set up yeah. with, you know, Pro Tools and, and, you know, the stuff I need at home to do demos. Trying to figure out drum machines, which are not my forte. You know, I'm, I'm an analog guy. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to figure this stuff out just so I can bounce stuff back and forth between Vince and I, see how we're going to do stuff. And, and Vince, bless his heart, he's just, he just really needs me. Like, if I can just get him into the right BPM and meter, I'm like, this is what I'm thinking. Yeah. These sections are this. This is the tempo. He's like, oh, I got it. I got it. Okay, keep them coming. Keep them coming. So, you know, we've got all these demos now. And I'm hoping, you know, in the next month or two um, to get whittled down so we can go into the studio and then start working on the next thing, which is going to be the next, you know, and then try to figure out if we're going to do the one at a time or do the EP or or do another full length or whatever. But, you know, and if not that, then maybe try to find a way to, I mean, I think, you know, you guys podcasting have it right, you know, reaching out once a week is a way to to build, you know, without being able to gig. And not being able to connect, it's it's tough, you know. So I've you know, seen we're trying to figure out what that next avenue is. One of one of my, I'm just like every time I say a band, it's either I'm going to be, I'm either going to impress you or I'm going to make you cringe. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, one of the bands that I really love, Sponge uh, from the '90s, total alt rock. I mean, like seriously, the college alt rock stuff is kind of like my thing. That's, that's your that and shitty '80s jam. techno sort of stuff <laughs> like that. I'm like super into. Um, but um, they were doing what they called like beer sessions, and it was. Uh, every week just going out there and I think the lead singer just kind of doing his thing uh, just on like Facebook Live yeah. and then like 
Oh, there's Tacoma. About two weeks ago, <laughs> uh, they dropped an album. And coming from all of this, and it was like, I think they kind of hung out together every once in a while and put yeah. it together in the studio-wise. But I think a lot of it just came from the start of the inception of doing these things. You do it every week, yeah. do it on a Friday or Saturday, and just try to keep an audience building because you can't go and do anything. You got to have ways to have people remember you or yeah. just remind them that, you know, hey, guys, we're still here. Don't forget about <laughs> yeah. us. Buy our shit. Come on. Because it does, it does feel like uh, not only is it hard to connect, but also everyone who is going out there, they're, you know, everyone's kind of got their blinders on. Just if I can just get into this one place and have a drink and a meal, I'm great. And then I don't have to go out for the weekend. Yeah. But it's like, you know, there's businesses that are struggling. There's bars that are struggling. You know, every artist and every small business, o- business owner is struggling right now trying to figure out how to like, keep mm-hmm. connected to the, my people that I need, you know, to keep going. And so I think we're going to have to figure some way to, to do that. Uh, where we're not dependent on if things are going to open, can we get a gig? Can right. we play? Or are we going to have to cancel? Are we going to get money and refund? Cause that stuff's awful. You know, like it is, I don't know about you guys, but I've been dealing with Ticketmaster for like a year it sucks, <laughs> and it yeah. sucks when, when, you know, you don't want to waste people's time and money. You want mm-hmm. them to be happy to, to feel good when they think of your name, you know? And even like looking at something like, I mean, we have, there's a show that I was going to go to and it was, <laughs> it was because, uh, a guy that we actually have had on the a podcast. Uh, we had a, a man named Clownvis, Clownvis. who is cl- uh, a clown, a clown Elvis? I mean, yes. it's Clownvis. He's and an official clown. Fantastic. He is an official clown, <laughs> and he has gone to Elvis impersonator stuff, but he's not necessarily an Elvis impersonator, um, but he does sing Viva Las Vegas a lot of the times. Um, he basically did a YouTube show, started doing a YouTube show, and it kind of moved from that. But he likened and he got me interested in Max Sabbath. Oh, I'm familiar. Okay, okay. I'm familiar. So, yeah. That is an interesting niche. And, and so, like, what drive-through so metal, good. like, fast food metal, yeah. like, seriously. So they're, they're, they're playing El Corazon at the end of the month. And I was just like, oh, we're going to get fucking tickets. Everything's open. We're doing it. Now shit's gone weird and gone sideways. So yeah. we're like, well... We, I'm not. We're not sure whether or not we're going to go, um, but at the very least, we're like, we're not going to go for refunds. We're like, hey, we paid for the tickets. The only thing I feel bad about is the fact that I won't be able to go there and buy merch because that was yeah. the one thing I wanted to do. That's so, going to be a rad T-shirt or hat right? or whatever yeah, you get. Yeah, I wanted a Max Sabbath <laughs> shirt, so I'm just going to find it online and see if I can do yeah. that. Just do it that way, but like, or at least maybe I'll pass on my ticket to someone who goes, hey, buy me a fucking shirt, and then, then we're good. Which reminds me, I think I'm still owed a vinyl from one of my ticket purchases. I need to follow oh. up on that. I just, I just. Thought about merch right now, and I think oh. I think there's a vinyl waiting for me somewhere that I paid for. Somewhere. <laughs> um, uh, and speaking of Clownvis, he did really well tra- transitioning from doing road work to yeah. doing just straight up YouTube social media stuff. And he started from zero, like he had no knowledge or a little yeah. knowledge, but he worked. And every time he would do a, a show, it'd be just a little bit different, a little bit better, a little bit added. And he pushed mm-hmm. a lot of music. He, he's a very talented entertainer and yeah. song and songwriter. I guess yeah. it's, it's, Oh yeah. I'm going to have to check this, this dude out. Oh that yeah. Sounds like, that sounds really fun. We, we, we sell people on that because uh, he is, he's, he's got the hustle mm-hmm. and it's um like Facebook live when they're doing performances is like, 
both the best and worst of public for public access. Like if you remember the old school public <laughs> yeah. access channels where people would yeah. just like like having call in shows and tell them to fuck off and or like like literally play bits of porn. Like if you think if like you nine hours of Christian call in too. Like, yes, wow, this, too. This, yeah. this channel has everything. Yeah, man. <laughs> like all of those. So you get all of that. But every once in a while, those gems will peek through. But I mean, I'll be honest, when I started watching them, I was entertained by them. But I was also kind of like the NASCAR thing. I'm like, what's going to go wrong? And oh. how is he going to deal with it? Right. And yeah, some yeah. of the funniest things I've ever seen were when shit just goes wrong, <laughs> but he's just just set to push through it. Yeah. So just having that and being able to have that connection. And that was, yeah, like Jeff was saying, he got into stuff like doing like doing shout outs, like people pay him money to like shout out some like someone's birthday or something oh, like okay. that. And it's almost like a cameo sort of thing, yeah, you know, yeah. on that. Uh, or like he's obviously he's hawking merch all the time like the- and just all the time the singing telegrams but you he know. does that yeah, too yeah. yeah it's like for your birthdays <laughs> or something yeah, and cool, yeah. valentine's day yeah, yeah. yeah. we have an unofficial uh clownvis drinking game on Ooh. our website so right. if you ever want to go back and rewatch these clownvis episodes so and just up. drink oh my along. god we got so fucked up <laughs> all right yeah we well, figured well, out well, the hard well, way with well, that what's the game i gotta know what's the game um oh actually we let just me, have yeah. a lot of different rules like, yeah, so, <laughs> uh, is this that game that you got to start from the beginning so you know all the rules <laughs> well it's, I mean, we have five or six different rules as okay as he goes so like if he takes a drink we take a drink right oh He's, that's he sings a song we take right? a drink fair okay i'm with you i'm with you i'm with you yeah. Uh, he uh, a character. He speaks in a. Uh, he has a lot of characters, oh, yeah. like little so, so puppets. See, Jeff knows uh-huh. them all. Yeah, he's on. Yeah, you're really good at that. Yeah. So it was whenever he drinks, we drink. You're right with that. Whenever he tries to sell merch, we drink. Okay. Um, whenever he shows his shoes, we drink because he has a whole shoe thing. Okay. Um, he found out that Paul Stanley made Pumas, so he bought those to show okay. off and then it just went into he's buying all sorts of weird light up shoes on Amazon and it's a whole fucking thing um, whenever one of I his characters it. talk we drink because he has a, a, a space alien bust a robot that he uses the, he does the voices for a robo dog. Uh, a rat. God, a I love rat. this guy. I love oh, this guy yeah. so much. I haven't even he seen went, anything about him. He went like total like Pee Wee's Playhouse sort That's of. That's exactly what I was thinking, yeah. dude. I oh, was just yeah. thinking. Like... And then uh, whenever he pulls out so an good. instrument, we drink too. Because yeah. every once in a while, he'll actually do that. So um, we and found how, out how long are his is uh... about an hour, hour and a half. Right, depending, so that can get pretty sketch. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. We've had a couple of times because sometimes uh, I'm not a huge drinker all the time. Because you can't do shots to this show no it's like taking sips of like beer (laughs) but i would do like bong rips right and then at the end we've done a couple of them where we were like live uh live broadcasting in our discord um and doing a watch along so we could have other people hang out with us and by the end of it i'm like not even paying attention to anybody (laughs) we forget you're on the podcast so we're watching everything and then someone will say something like oh yeah 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 it's like you're still podcasting we can hear you snore get up Uh, two more minutes mom (laughs) uh let's take a break let's refill our drinks and then we come back we'll uh we'll 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 do a shout out because we gotta do a shout out um because i ate pizza and it was good mm-hmm. um and then maybe we'll play a little uh inside the union club we haven't done Ooh. that so that'll be fun All we'll right. get uh we'll get down to the deep uh the deep questions with uh with drew over here from buffalo preacher sounds good thank you guys you could supposed to say diecutstickers.com all the time. Like, that'll be my job in this. I could ask you about your interesting coaster and you could tell me. Oh, fuck. 
Jeff. I'm drunk. Oh, you want to roll play? this hard? Let's play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. Jeff, you started. Are we doing something now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. yeah. Act like here. Make 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 a noise. Bang bang that bang that against the. Hey Scott, be careful! You about spilt your beer all over my Grit City podcast sticker. Yeah, don't worry, man. They're they're durable. They're made by DieCutStickers.com. By who? DieCutStickers.com. How do you get them? Go to DieCutStickers.com and tell them the Grit City podcast sent you. Exactly. That's where you can get high quality, durable stickers for any of your needs. Grit City fifteen to get fifteen percent off. <laughs> Couldn't come up with it. <laughs> I, couldn't, I was like, "Oh, we need to put that in," but I couldn't. I couldn't. My brain didn't work fast enough. Can we do it again? This is too much fun, but I'm I'm a little too tipsy to be doing this. I like movies that are cheesy, bad, or over yeah. the top bad. Like good, bad movies, but not when they're just like bad, bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, this is just trash. You know, we talk bad <laughs> movies, Jeff. Oh, I mean, put my headphones. Uh, we watch what IMDb. Uh, the IM, not even. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I do Tubi. love it. <laughs> Tubi. 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 Yeah. T U B I is like oh yeah 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 shitty movies I haven't seen it yeah they um, just do schlocky old ones <laughs> and schlocky new ones anything by Full Moon I love to watch because they're just so bad every I, I'll watch um, anything with Nicolas Cage I know oh, I know how awful it is but I'm like let me see what he's up to now <laughs> that one he just did about he was like that Five pig? Nights at Freddy thing was it Pig or are you talking about Mandy Mandy is incredible Mandy's that- weird. I haven't seen. I didn't. I didn't hate it. I don't think I. But I don't know if I liked it or not. I only watched it once, and I was sitting there, and I'm just like, sometimes it's hard to take. I mean, I don't think you're ever supposed to take Nick Cage seriously. (laughs) But even when you know what you're in for, sometimes I'm like. I'm watching this man openly weep in his underwear covered in blood, and I'm just like... But I feel like I could walk in on Nick Cage in, in, in real life, and that'd be a real Nick Cage situation. <laughs> yeah, right? So I feel like he's pouring his heart out there. Fair <laughs> like, enough. Like he's tapped into something real. You fair know? enough. Fair enough. Um, we are back. We are back with Drew from Buffalo Preacher. Thank you, fellas. You can find out all of their stuff. If you go to Facebook and just go facebook.com slash Buffalo Preacher, that's probably the easiest, quickest way to find it because it has the link to the YouTube channel. And obviously, you're on uh, like all the different music, Amazon. Yeah, I mean, you uh, can find us. Apple, you can you can get us going on Pandora. You can find us on Amazon, Apple, Spotify. And then it has our first EP, which is, uh, I think, 2017, and then this this latest release. Yes, and the latest release is called On Sacred Ground. And you can check all of that out. And again, the album's amazing. I was telling you before, uh, I was listening to Ripper because I've got YouTube music and it was up there as well. Thank so you. I was able to listen to that. <laughs> so uh, it really got me going, got me going for this. And then, uh, yeah. yeah, having some great time with uh, with all of this. Uh, what were we doing? <laughs> oh, we took a break in my brain, lost. man. Oh, I love it. Fuck. Okay, so yes, we are back. We're having some fun talking about are we all back? that. Are we back, Justin? Shut up. We <laughs> are back. We are back, and we're doing... I wanted to do a shout-out. Thank oh, you fuck. to me for looking at the paper that I have shit written down on. I want to give a shout-out because while we were waiting in between, because we do a lot of recordings, we'll do some uh, multiple recordings over the course of the day when we go to the Union Club. And on this lovely Sunday. 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 Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. There you go. <laughs> we, uh, we ended up uh, having our first guest, which was amazing. And then we went over to Puget Sound Pizza. Again. Is, and, and you guys had... Uh, it was Saint Hussy, right? Yeah, yeah. Saint Hussy. I just, I just want to say, yeah. I, I, you know, I saw you. I saw it was going to be 
coming in today with them and, and I listened to their music and I just thought it was really fantastic stuff. Awesome. Really like what that. the guys are doing. Building um, everybody up here. Yeah, it was nice. it was really cool. I watched their uh, live stream they had. I'm trying to remember it was from a, a few months back. Um, oh but, yeah, down in Oregon. Yeah, they had yeah, the 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 the, yeah. the studios down there. Yeah, that was really fun to listen to. It was They're really doing good some. Stuff. Uh, um, Will, the guy's doing some stuff there, is actually doing some really amazing stuff as well in terms of Grit City Radio, yep. where he's oh, trying cool. to put together um, basically a resource for bands and musicians and uh, adjacent people, lighting uh, bar owners, people like that, to get people locally nice. yeah, involved awesome. in, uh, as a resource to be like, hey, I need a person, or we're looking for bands, or we're looking yeah. for other players. So that might be something uh, yeah, to check lo- out as local well. Local network. Yeah. Local network. That's awesome. Got, and that's one of the hardest things right now. And he was even saying that's like everything's going online line but you kind of still want to have like that rolodex Absolutely. sort of thing yeah. going on where you know people who can either fill in or maybe they know of gigs or maybe they know of specific people that can fill specific gigs yeah. and he's trying to fill that void there so yeah, yeah he's got a whole out. networking yeah. thing going on i think um i think he's really touching into something big eventually that's I think awesome he's gonna have yeah. some things yeah so so while we're here we uh ended up hitting up puget sound pizza because it's right up the street um as much as i love a lot of the the like i love mcminimins because of what they're doing and all those yeah. different things i love keeping it local when it comes down to the pizza like sure. puget sound pizza has got amazing stuff and then one of my favorite things is to go over first to go over down opera alley to uh the devil's reef Ooh. which jason it's that's a, dangerous dude, Ooh, that's yeah, dangerous there. that is oh. dangerous I get all that it. sugar in that alcohol man yes and then Please. you just and then after that you meander over drunkenly over and do some karaoke because meanders meanders the fastest oh. pace you have right. you got nothing but that when it comes yeah. down to it but uh, we hit up Puget Sound because they do pizzas of the month. And the last time I was down there, um, it was after I had spent actually at Jason's other bar, the Gilman House. Mm-hmm. I did a gin tasting. Ooh, and so I got. That sounds awful. No. Here's <laughs> Thank the thing. That sounds Thank terrible. Thank you, I'll, we'll, sir. I'll get you down there someday and we'll do a gin 101 uh, with Jason. He taught me that gin does not, in fact, suck because I agree with what you were saying up until uh, I went to the Gilman house. Yeah, yeah. Got- I believe that you believe what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that without a doubt. Uh, uh, so afterwards, yeah, we I am went, not converted yet, though. <laughs> we uh, we came back over to Puget Sound Pizza because their pizza of the month was the real dill, which Ooh. at that time was just uh, a dill pickle pizza. What? Oh, oh, you why didn't you it. tell me that? You that missed it. Delicious. You held this Scott's out. a pickle guy. Uh, yeah. And, uh, Scott. Hey, well, if dude. you go, Scott, do you make your own pickles? I do. Yes, I do too. I dude. do both kind for. I do uh, vinegar pickles and um, fermented oh, pickles as well. I fucking love this guy right here. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Welcome dude. to Pickle Chat. Uh, hey, I love, <laughs> totally dude, not I weird. All right, everyone, get out their pickles. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, um, so I was like super stoked. And then they were like, we're trying to test out some other ideas for pizzas of the month. So I was like, I posted. So I'm taking full credit for this, by the way. I posted in the comments and I was like, I would love to have a Reuben pizza because there's another place down here called well, the Tipsy Tomato. You're taking credit. For Straight that up. Thing. Yeah, I'm taking credit for all of this. Ban those flames, brother. <laughs> I posted the comment and the verified, because it had a little blue check mark, Puget Sound Pizza responded. like, that's a great idea. We'll work on that oh, in our test kitchen. God, and now here we are. And then in August, so if you're still listening to this and it's still August, you can get the pizza of the month, the Reuben, which is Thousand Island Base. Minced garlic, shredded mozzarella, pastrami, pickles, uh, pickles. It was pickles. 
delicious. Sauerkraut, man. Thousand Island drizzle, and a rye bread crumbs sprinkled over across it. Was, it. it was okay, delicious. I got to know, does the sauerkraut come on pre-bake or post-bake? It's it's pre, I believe. Pre-bake. Yeah, I think okay, it's pre-bake. Okay, so it's coming yeah. out like a hot sandwich. Well, yeah, if yeah, you, yeah. Take a look. So, yeah, there's, just some, pizza, there's some pieces behind you still. Okay. But, yeah, um, they put the, the crumbs on top, so it Ooh. almost... Bakes in the sauerkraut a little bit. This oh. is like this is dirty talk to you. <laughs> I know it's a, it's a really guy, it's a really good. Man. I I love it. I hands down love Rubens. That's oh, like yeah. one of those things where and like Tacoma's got a plethora of non traditional Rubens, which yeah. I'm fine with. I'm totally but sometimes okay you with. want a fucking Ruben, man. You do. <laughs> Can yeah, I exactly. find one that's not a twist on an idea? I just want the fucking Ruben. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like especially Tacoma because like the top of Tacoma has the Rainier Ruben, which I fucking yeah. love. Which I love top of Tacoma. I Fantastic. seriously, but actually, uh, I've been heartbroken since COVID because the sandwich I got there was the meatball sub. And they've discontinued meatballs <gasps> since COVID. Yeah. And I have called them up and told them, yeah, I will just pay for a party platter if you can just make me a fucking meatball sub. <laughs> they said they, the they're like, I will, I'll buy 20. I'll put them in the freezer, whatever, man. Just make me one. I just want one. <laughs> uh, that remind, I mean, they did that, uh, the Valley. They uh, cut out one of the sandwiches that my wife adores, oh. and it was one of those. And I love the love valley. We've been valley, there a couple man. times for like breakfast and stuff. Yeah, and it's a great brunch spot. Yeah, uh, and it's a good place for bands too. Like yeah. uh, they've well, I mean, again, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but eventually, like check out their site and see what they're doing yeah, at some we point actually, in time. Uh, very sadly, had to cancel what would have been a Friday night show when Ooh. COVID shut down that weekend before. We were going to oh, be playing the valley fuck. the next Friday night, oh. and that was kind of just a. Well, For it, me, be, coming down, I think I told you guys only three years in Tacoma, so I'm finally getting everyone to come to Tacoma. Come yes. down. People I know from up north and and the guys I've, I've got to meet down here, and we're really looking forward to that Tacoma show. So I'm hoping we can get something locally in Tacoma. That's a bummer, too, yeah, man, because the Valley's just, cool. The Valley's fun. The and with what you, good. And the what you're great. playing, like the vibe would have been perfect yeah, you know, for that. Like, yeah, like bring up 20 bikes out front. That's, right. that's We got your sound. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So hopefully we can get back there when when, when things get a little better. But uh, hope right. so, yeah. We, uh, me, me and Scott, we went to a Zeke show at there, and it was Zeke? yeah. Oh. It's a very uh, uh, up close and personal space. I love yeah. that. Um, I I went to the show because Jeff invited me. I have no idea who Zeke is. Yeah. Right, that happened with me uh, with Zeke at El Corazon. We have a friend who is super <laughs> into Zeke, yeah. and they're like, "Let's go!" So we went to it and was fucking blown away right. by Dude, him. Dude, that'd be a killer room for Zeke. I mean, was oh, awesome. that's unexpected. That it was that super room. fun. God, yeah. that would have yeah. blown my it, mind. It was it was unbelievable. But every time he tells this story, and I still am not like a, a Zeke fan, so every time he tells this story, everybody's like, "Oh shit, you saw Zeke there!" And I'm like, uh, "Yeah, street yeah, cred." Yeah. I, I was like telling Scott, the band was sitting right behind us. I didn't know. Yeah. I'm like, "Dude, these guys, they say everybody says that it's Motorhead than Zeke. If there wasn't a Motorhead, there would be Zeke." I said, "That's oh, wow, how. that's a cool statement." Yeah. yeah, and I said, "That's why we're watching them right now." And these guys, right these guys there, are right. watching you sell him on the yeah. band. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and they, they launched over our table first thing. Like, first oh, thing. You know how there's two stories yeah. to the valley? Right, right. Was that them? No, it was, it was the opening act 
called oh, 13 fuck, Scars. I follow, I follow See, the... That's how bad I don't even know who they are. I follow the guy on... Uh, he does art. The, the singer for 13 Scars also does art. I follow him on uh, Instagram. And, oh, uh, that's awesome. And he did. First song, he comes flying over and walks right across the table and kicked everything that was a liquid. <laughs> <laughs> fuck um, your beer, bud. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully he's dropping drink tickets as he's sprinkling. Oh, it was crazy. <laughs> it was so much fun. Yeah. So Zeke was the other guy's... Zeke's was, was the last last oh, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that, the bass player was yelling out. The bass player was like, come on, you old fucks. Come up front. Were you scared to break a hip? And I was like, yeah. Yes, I am, sir. <laughs> you know, you were asking me about Tacoma, what I love about Tacoma. It's like you go to the valley in the middle of winter. There's no heat. Nope. <laughs> no. That's some fucking local shit right there. It's like, hey, what can or what do you new? Wear a beanie and a good jacket. You know? Right? right? Come yeah. on, it's the middle of winter. Yeah. Like we if make you want to warm heat. if yeah, if you want to warm up, jump around. Yeah, yeah get, get moving. It. Get moving. Yeah. I've that's that's some, your heater. I've seen some fucking I'm just thinking about the killer shows that I've seen at the valley. I've seen God what the fame riot, which was nuts. Because you were just talking about people like climbing over shit. I just oh, remember yeah. the oh, singer, gosh, just, I remember the fame riot. Yeah, that was a great band. That was a really great band. They're still they're still kicking around. Been, uh, okay, I'm and glad to hear that because I haven't seen them out in a long time. There, yeah, I, I, but I mean, this was a couple years ago when yeah. I last saw them, so I don't know what's going on. But I remember seeing also Stone Evergreen Travelers, which if we you, saw, oh, we were, that's um, yeah, that's with Misha, Misha with, uh, on, on, yeah, the, on, the, on, the on the fiddle. fiddle. She plays yeah. the fiddle like a fucking guitar and shreds. I've never seen somebody shred which, with a I, fiddle. I remember Misha with Witchburn was one of the first yes. heavy bands that I started Uh-oh. seeing. Um, and in fact, like I remember seeing Witchburn. Uh, you remember Tiger Lounge? I don't know if you guys are hip to Georgetown. If you ever got up that way yeah, for shows, okay, but Tiger Georgetown, Lounge yeah. was it was like a it was like a, a place like this where it was like an old railroad house that people lived oh, in. Oh shit! And they converted it into uh, you know a bar and a, and a room to play a live room, but it was a house. You know? Oh wow! It was okay. a, it was a hundred and ten year old house and. Uh, Witchburn was there. Um, I think it was uh, Warlocks were there. Our, our, our ancient Warlocks were there that night. It was just a killer Seattle metal show. That's amazing. This, this would have been ten years ago, but man, they they blew the house off that place. Man, yeah, it was awesome. That's like yeah, like seeing like I loved Witchburn, but I just I love I really love Stone Evergreen Traveler just because it's a fun sound. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's one of those things. Sound. I I mean I grew up on country, so like mm-hmm. my grandma kind of super got me into stuff like Patsy Cline, Johnny Cash, and then even. Uh, uh, my mother with like bullshit like uh, Garth Brooks and like Travis Tritt and Marty Stewart, like all the yeah. 90s country stuff. Yeah. So that was really kind it, of my it, wheelhouse. It's, it's with really it. taken me the last couple of years to like that uh, early Garth Brooks or, or you yeah. know, even Vince Gill and that kind of stuff. Like it's, it's really good songwriting. I think you have to get you have to elevate past your stage in life where you're like into a scene that's mm-hmm, very specific right. to a sound where you can listen to music and be like, man, these motherfuckers wrote tunes. They wrote good songs like songwriting is really good uh, but it took me a long time to get there because for a long time like fucking garth brooks you fucking kidding me <laughs> but now i can like you know you can listen to me like man this dude is telling a story the instrumentation he can write a song and he loves to perform and, and he wants everyone to see him perform yeah, like the last time he man. last time he played the tacoma dome he sold out he played shows until he stopped selling them out so yeah. he did like four shows on a weekend yeah. and it was just because the last one didn't fully sell yeah. out because it was like three sold out shows and then another one he's like you want to come during a matinee fuck it i'll come yeah. i'll come and play for you and just like the musicianship of that man and how hard he's been working yeah. like, he literally stopped he was like i no longer want to be declared like like country singer or artist of the year like don't put yeah. me in the voting for that give it to someone else because yeah. everyone was just like no here take it and you're like yeah, I mean, no, no 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 so we pro- want he was you so to prolific yeah no, no one <laughs> let him retire to like 
the way Merle Haggard got to retire to like the upper echelon, they could just kept him front and center. And mm-hmm. I think it took him stepping back and then coming back now to now people are. I mean, the 90s, we hate to say it, it's 25, 30 years ago. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's, that's the, it's like, okay, now he's like, now he's coming back as like the spokesman for a different era. Oh, yeah. Because his era was even more traditional than now. Yeah. Than right now. Now you're thinking, now this is real pop country. Now you can listen to Garth Brooks and be like, shit, that was still. That was still that pop was still, country. That was, it was still, but it was more country than what we got now, you know? That's, I mean, it you're was, not wrong at all. Like, yeah, it's just, uh, it's that, you see that evolution of where everything funnels towards pop and then everything offshoots and becomes like niche, like, uh, you know, like the steel drivers, which mm-hmm. I love Chris Stapleton. Yeah. But yeah. I love yeah. The steel drivers. I love the bluegrass stuff, you know? And, you well, know, bluegrass and, and that kind of stuff. Is, and it's even just like going from 90s and talking country. We see someone like Darius Rucker moving from Hootie and the Blowfish, yeah. which had their shining moment for a couple of years and fucking yeah. put out bangers. And well, bangers, yeah. I don't know if they're bangers. But, they were, uh, they were at the, the time. Term, but they were like they super were the popular. Time, yeah. they, I they put were, out some bangers in my time. All right, Jeff. We don't want to look. We're not clicking on those <laughs> thumbnails, buddy. I don't know if you had 20,000 people watching <laughs> you put out that banger. <laughs> <laughs> but so they were like, and then he's like, okay, I'm going to transition into country. Yeah. And uh, I have got a buddy who uh did uh did a goth electronic band and now he's doing outlaw country and a ton of other nerd shit too but it's just like one of those things that's you there's a lot of people and you can kind of find it again like you're talking about a specific niche to get into a thing and if it it might be country at some point like all roads end up uh country roads i guess maybe i think i think so i think it comes to the point where everything becomes stripped down i guess at a point Mm -hmm. but i do love that everyone evolves to the point where they just start releasing music and it's just, well, this has elements of this, it has elements yeah. of that. And it's just more true to the initial, what probably if you would have heard them 20 years prior before they ever got signed, it probably sounded closer to that. It's like it's, everything, everything does come full circle. It's, I think. it's also, I think you just kind of made me realize maybe it's just like you're, I'm like looking at like uh, a lot of the kids these days. Kids, kids these days. These I know. Kids days. Get off my lawn. Right. Yes. But when you're like making days. music, you're making it a lot of the times for yourself. And a lot of them, yeah. since like with the internet, they're not stuck to a label. Like a record right. label, yeah, for who, sure. Whom will that, that curation and who will want to put you into a place to fill a niche that they want to have filled? Yeah. So now you can explore and deal with all sorts of different genres, yeah. uh, and just experiment with what you feel at the time, which sure. is a completely different route than any of us are really even like right. uh, I mean, familiar you could, with. You could look at like uh, the whole like even Lady Gaga or Amy Winehouse trajectory. Mm-hmm. Like you know they start out almost like jazz compositions, you know, they're, they're, they're so, they have so much, so much fundamentals in music and then they polish up to pop mm-hmm. and then they get all the fans and then they, they're like, okay, well now I can show you what I can really do. I can do a jazz album. I can do like a song that sounds like a duet standard with album, Tony a duet Bennett. with Tony Bennett. Right? And I, and I, you know, you're right there with them. You know, it's, it's kind of interesting how that works. Uh, I think I'm going to get into a little bit here. So oh. we're going to play inside the union club if you don't know (laughs) this is the music from inside the actor's studio oh that's awesome and turn that down so it's not fucking loud like because i'm a professional at this uh i will be taking the role of james lipton i don't know how he does his voice so it might end up sounding like sean connery (laughs) but i found the questions that he asks somebody 
that's too fucking loud. Um, asks <laughs> the people of uh, inside the actor studio because he'll bring an actor on, and it'll be for like the students out there, like the what the NYU students or something like those, the film students who uh, want to be able to ask the questions, and they put it out there sure. on like PBS or some shit. I think it's like a specialty film school, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's probably like on IFC. Yeah, what, yeah. It's so. like, yeah, it's like yeah, one yeah. degree up from, from PBS. Like, and yeah, it, you and have it was... to pay for cable to get access to this. <laughs> so he would ask a bunch of questions. So I'm totally like, I didn't need, we didn't prep you on this one. So right. uh, feel free to uh, have some fun with it. But he it's, looks uh, nervous right the, now. You know, He's like, the first man. thing that comes like, you know, to mind. I'm a big fan of surprises, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just sit back with that microphone, like be comfortable, bro. Down, like yeah, um, lay down we, on the couch, got... tell you about my, talk about my mother. <laughs> None of those super questions, um, but no, they're literally just the questions to James Lipton's. Uh, he has ten of them. Um, the first one is, we're going to ask you twenty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to ask you every question twice. <laughs> we're going to come back around and see if they're the same ones. It's one of yeah. those psychology, uh, the wrong. psych exam tests. <laughs> you said this before. Like we're taking notes. Jesus, um, I've been lying the whole time you can't quiz me on lies <laughs> number one what is your favorite word oh geez i know it's not an easy thing right here and why would it be oh geez because <laughs> like how, how do you how do you uh <laughs> God, stupid stupid scott uh, stupid <laughs> you know i i think uh my first the first thing that popped to mind was honesty and I think that's solid. Uh, yeah. I no, think that, that would one. be my favorite. That's kind of like, uh, and how you carry yourself with the music, um, with conversation and all that stuff. I think it would be honesty. Uh, do you have a least favorite word? Probably that same thing. A liar. Yeah, wrong, the same line. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like liars. I don't like bullshit. That's, yeah. and that's like, I mean, especially in, uh, the world of, uh, of musicianship and being in a band yeah. and trying to book gigs. There's a lot of times where yeah. someone will tell you one thing and then mean something else entirely yeah. as you're going along. And I think you guys can have probably dealt with it. I think one of the best things you have is, is your currency is your word, you know, mm -hmm. and the more you can back that up and stand by it, like that just becomes a real greases the wheels, you know, it can oh, be, uh, that's yeah. that, then you, you become the kind of person that people are willing to just tell another person about you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Totally. Versus like you hear someone's name like, oh no, fuck that guy. And <laughs> I'm, I've never yeah, wanted to be a guy. fuck that guy. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Me neither. Yeah. Uh, the next one, uh, Jeff, simmer down. What <laughs> turns you on? Oh, now we don't have to get into the fucking jazz. That's a real question. Uh, like, yeah, yeah one of his turns, ten questions. What, what, what turns you on? What turns me on? You well, can probably have find a uh, audio clip right. of him somewhere. I think you want my like search no, history. I don't, I don't uh, want no, your really. Pornhub search history with this. Well, no. Well, 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 skip skipping the Pornhub side of what turns me on because it can get very fucking specific, and I don't want to get into that stuff right now. Um, I think uh, deep conversation. Uh, uh, intelligence and deep conversation being able to like go from one thing to the next to the next without having that lull like you guys are turning me on right now oh <laughs> yeah Grid city podcast that's we turn it. people on that's, that's right. the next t-shirt right there by the way. Right people on yeah. <laughs> people like my voice Ooh. probably not um <laughs> then on opposite of that what turns you off oh um i don't I think, uh, man, this gets really, this almost sounds too shallow, but I don't like when people can't differentiate between like, uh, what's real and what's fake. You know, okay. people who put value on bullshit and people don't understand, uh, 
what's uh, real and what's not. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know. So you don't like flat earthers? Man, not my favorite. Dude, <laughs> don't, don't listen to that podcast. What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Just because they want, just because they want proof. Uh, I love, I love how how flat earthers will literally uh, move the goalposts at the ends of the earth. Oh, <laughs> to dude. prove their point. We had, we had. I love how they fucking fly in planes. Yeah, <laughs> we had, and, and I love the man, and we'll probably have him on Sorry. someday again. But Mark Sargent was like chief flat earther. He was on the yeah. Netflix special, but he was lives he around the guy here. who misproved his own. Thing at the end um, no that was a whole bunch of group of people because yeah, mark that was hilarious when they had the whole transit and they're like oh no shoot yeah line, they're trying to see it's like if uh, it's like if mark the- mark's too smart to get locked into some fucking yeah. scientific uh, he experiment. likes to wiggle room with his arguments <laughs> we, and yeah. when we had him on i think brogan was the one to ask him either you or brogan asked him about comets or meteorites that was brogan that was that the was start brogan. of uh coaster questions that was right yeah. yeah and that was how coaster questions got started one of our segments where people write questions on the back of a coaster because uh he brogan was at a bar pass him around <laughs> and well brogan was at a bar and he mentioned to somebody that we we're gonna have a flat earther on oh okay and it got okay. people were like what the fuck are you doing there? i, I have like, questions well, yeah well, here, so he wrote them down. on the back of a coasters and then yeah, and one of them was how meteorites yeah. were uh how how can you explain we those should sol- we, we could solve all the world's problems with coaster questions right you're not That's wrong we, We've no. been trying, but no. nobody fucking listens to us. So. I know, right? Well, <laughs> hey, hey, there's plenty of people that listen to us. They I mean, just don't listen to our ideas. There you go. There we go. Um, what sound do you love? Ooh. Oh, two sounds I love. One, I love the sound of a beer can opening. Nice. Shh, shh. Yeah. That too. sound, like, man, I can hear, I can fucking hear that shit from across the room Aww. and i used to actually have this joke with my buddy uh we were in the service together and we and when we, we both got out at the same time we used to go camping fishing all the time and when we got out uh, I, I would look him in the eye and be like hey sound of happiness brother yeah. <laughs> and it was literal it was a fun thing it's and, a mindset change yeah like literally it, at that it point is, it's, it is it's like release it's it's, it's re- it is release i think like if, if you're doing it right you're releasing some tension at the same time you're cracking that thing open you mm-hmm. know, let it go yeah. Nice. Know, enjoy that beer. What? And and the other okay. is the other uh one. I like when a door slams in a room with good reverb. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love just to hear that. I love it, man. Like I used to re- uh, rehearse with this band at the Old Rainier Brewery. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that place and you know it's like a four or five story building, but if you get into the the hallway the ladder well and if you slammed a door in the bottom, there was like 40 seconds of decay. Wow. It was incredible. In fact, I always wanted to put a mic on top and do some vocals because it yeah. was just like, if you slammed the, like, oh, someone always came in a little drunk. They slammed that door in the basement. Like, <laughs> boom. And and everyone it hears just, it. It would mm. just echo forever. And I just stand there like, oh, man, this is rad. This sounds That's amazing. So cool. yeah. in, in my job, we have to test rooms and they're conference rooms, video conference rooms, and they have the mics set up in the ceiling and they'll they'll come on, on set and stuff like that. And where you'd have to slam the door. When you slam yeah. the door, they make them, if they're not properly set, you slam the door and it sounds like thunder. Yeah. So it that's goes, exactly oh. what it sounds like. And that reverb starts <laughs> bouncing everywhere. That, yeah, I've been building, nuts. yeah, I've been building a studio in my house. And the whole thing I've been trying to do is the dampening of all the sound yeah. so it's like the complete opposite it's like i want yeah. nothing around and i mean we yeah. get a good reverb here to oh, much to know, my chagrin a lot but, of the time but then, you know the the opposite end of that is you, you know you have really good uh like the the things that bite down on mm-hmm. the reverb so you get that sound then you have like the right uh effect that like sh- sucks it out of the you know yeah yeah which is cool too i like that sound too you know that's awesome yeah. uh what is your favorite curse word Oh fuck! Nice. <laughs> Actually, no. 
motherfucker. Nice. Oh, yeah, because oh, yeah, that really puts that extra sting on it. You, know? that, y- you mean it. I mean, yeah, yeah like, I do not say that word without meaning it. Like, you fucking motherfucker, you know? Like, <laughs> and it has to be, it has to be uh, enunciated in the way that... Man, yeah. You know? well, and that's like, just like, even just like talking about sounds and words, it's like that K at the end. Yeah. Like, it means something. Yeah. When you have it a couple of times yeah. there with the mother... And, mother and, and, de- and depending on, on what happened to you, you're going to emphasize a different part of that word. It's like, mother... Fucker, <laughs> motherfucker, you know, whatever so it is, you know, yeah, it really is. In uh, fact, I have a cat and I'm pretty sure that cat thinks his name is motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he, he would just get into some shit. I'm like, motherfucker, what are you doing? Yeah, I think mine is, I call mine ball sack. Oh. <laughs> you fucking ball sack, get out of there. Oh. I call mine bro, bro stain. Bro oh. stain. Yeah, he's like living with a college kid. Nice. <laughs> but your cat daddies, I appreciate that. Oh, man. yeah, yeah. Dude. Oh, absolutely. Except for Scott, he's yeah, got yeah. dogs. I had a cat, but oh. it died. So I, I, love, I love dogs. What? Love they dogs. die. That shit happens. Yeah, shit dies. <laughs> fucking Debbie Downer over there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't get another you one. You know, they keep making them. Weird. They keep making them, dude. <laughs> you know, yeah, they do breed. Yeah. Can you make, uh, can my them? thing with pets is they die. They die. I just I get too attached and then I cry when they die and I don't want to do that well, anymore. Well, getting well. too attached is not a detriment. That's what you want to do with pets. Well, that's the problem. That's why I don't want any more. Don't have, <laughs> don't have kids. Don't I had one kids. of those too. Oh, no. like, Man. You still have one, by the way. Yeah, 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 still, your still child's still good. around. She is. She's still here. Um, what profession other than yours would you like to attempt? Ooh. Oh, know, that's a tough one. I know these are that's a tough one. You know, we need, we need uh, music in the middle. I almost want Brogan to sing in the middle. I'm like, hey, yeah. hey, like, hey got a Jeopardy theme song or something uh, we, for we me? We have something just as good. Jeff, Jeff just gave me a look like, why, 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 why did why you ask did you, for that, yeah, Scott? You know, um, I think. I th- <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, honestly, like, uh, I think I I would be happy being like a fisherman out in the water. I think I would be happy doing that. Nice. Um, Having that, uh, that water underneath you every day. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I can't. I just am dancing to this you know? the whole time. I'm just like, bah, bah, bah. Yeah, so I'll get rid of it. Oh, um, but sorry. That's like, that's like hardcore fucking work, though. Yeah. It is, but you know, it's your work. You know, and then you kind of get everything you need to do out for yourself every day. Yeah. I don't know, but I've spent a lot of time in the water. Oh, you know? So I have that part of me that, uh, you know, I've always wanted, like, how do I get back? How can I? Because it's just, mm-hmm. unless you've done it and experienced it, it's like the guys who work trains and work on trains. There's, there's something about yeah. it that's like, it becomes part of your, like, the way your blood flows and that kind of shit. You know, like when mm-hmm. I get out in the water and like get on a ship or something, it's just like. You know, like I saw, I saw this thing the other day that I thought was amazing. It was this dude talking about, um, oops, sorry, uh, deep sea diving for the first time, mm-hmm. and and he, and when he did it, he was uh, off these islands that were, uh, it, w- it went from immediate like five ten to like six thousand feet down, and damn, and it happened so fast that it was the first time he felt true humility, and he was talking about wow, there was like he was like coming home like it took weeks to get back to the idea of going to school and that's because like looking down to the abyss was like you suddenly realize like all the land stuff is the small stuff and the ocean is the Dude, real world yeah that's the real part of the world that's there and that's the stuff no one wants to think about yeah, it's bizarre monsters but live. it is <laughs> like <laughs> this planet is all water and it goes down as deep like we've gone to the moon we've gone to outer space we've sent ship past past pluto we've never gone to the bottom of the ocean that's bizarre to me. Yeah. So I have this huge respect for the water, and I would just think like working that, 
being a part of that would be, if I could do that, that would be the only other way to connect with the world around me. Well, and that just, and that just even reminds me of something of the fact that like James Cameron, the man who has made like the two most (laughs) profitable movies in the world literally did it so he could do deep sea expeditions. Yeah. Like he made Titanic because they brought the Titanic up and he wanted yeah. he they found the 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 the, the wreckage and he wanted to explore it. Yeah. And then he made Avatar so he could fund his super submarine to go down into the Mariana Trench. Yeah. And like, that's like dude, that that's, says something. It it's it's profound, you know what I mean? It really is. It's uh that's like I I've actually I was fortunate enough when I was in the Coast Guard, I, I circumnavigated the world. I went swimming in the Marianas Trench, like wow. dove, dove off the ship, swam, and there will never be a time in my life where I've I've never felt more like humbled and, and also connected with like the idea of, like all of this stuff, you know, currency, pizza, Reuben Pizza's podcast, <laughs> it's all the stuff we make up to be here, mm-hmm. and, we, and like music, and, and it's a beautiful thing we make uh, we make to to make our human experience more profound. But when you're out there in the water, you're like, fuck, this world has a whole other plan. <laughs> we are just a part of this world. You know, we're like an ant colony. Straight doing up. Doing yeah. our thing. And we think it's everything. But, you know, it's not everything. It's just what we know. It's our experience. And and, and you're out there in the water. You're like, fuck, we're just a part of this world, you know. And whether we burn the whole thing down or not, doesn't matter. The water's still going to be here. Life, <laughs> you know? life will, I mean, will forever alter our stuff. But life will always find a way. Yes. And that's literally, yeah, I mean, it's a yeah. line from a fucking movie. Jeff Goldblum. But I love him. Yeah. at the same point, like, I've, you literally can see it happening. Like, during the pandemic, stuff shut down. People didn't yeah. go out. The world almost immediately started healing. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the man. pollution goes away very quickly. Scabbed up. <laughs> like, like, oh, we're almost good. We're there'll almost be some, good. there'll be some gnarly parts of the earth, but by when we're yeah. gone, I like mean, those pictures we'll of China last, last summer mm-hmm. blew me away. You know, it was like the, they hadn't had a, a blue sky in like 25 years and like three weeks of lockdown it's like blue skies you're like wow it was that fast yeah that fast the earth's like things will self-correct it just means the earthlings don't need to be here anymore yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what profession would you not like to do Uh, you know um i just uh, i love everyone who's in the service industry Mm -hmm. i couldn't be in a place where i couldn't tell someone to go fuck themselves fair you enough you know what i mean like well that means you could totally be a server in tacoma <laughs> oh okay well i could definitely be a bartender in tacoma yes as yes. a server i probably wouldn't be coming back to brunch on sunday but as a bartender that seems to be the fucking greeting yeah <laughs> go yep. fuck yourself sit down i'll be there in a minute like exactly am i fucking long island or am i in tacoma where am i <laughs> yes yes and yes yeah i yeah that was a, a, definitely a thing for me is like i never wanted to be a waiter first off i'd be terrible at it and i don't yeah. want to give people that shitty service but then i couldn't handle that like yeah. just there's so many people are so mad all the time oh yeah and and you know people just they go out throughout the whole day waiting for someone to take it out on you know mm-hmm. actually even worse than that i wouldn't want to work at a gas station oh that would be even worse than being a waiter. I'm just thinking about all the fucking shit that's been happening at gas stations around here. Yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. more awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I always I try to be not. nice yeah. to everyone I see working. Right. You know, and you know, it's especially funny, it's overnight. Like, yes. Could you imagine God, overnight dang, at a gas you know, station? If I go to a gas station, like, Fuck, uh, dude. I forget the name of the place. It's right off of Portland uh, going on I-5. 
Uh, there's a gas station now. There's a shit show off. Of, oh uh, yeah, I know exactly which one yeah, you're talking about. Uh, yeah, it used to be an AMPM, but now it's just uh, a wh- whatever it's just it is. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. And and every time I go in there, there's like these sweet girls like in the early twenties, and I'm like, oh my god, like what are you doing? What are you here? doing? Yeah, I'm not, I don't say this to be sexist, but it's like I'm fucking weirded out about being here and i've been around the block 20 times man. like what are you doing here? why are you like, hanging out here it's like oh, we're waiting is, for the donut shop cr- to open up don't yeah. worry about it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a couple of donuts i'm out of here yeah <laughs> oh man i totally understand that as well too it's like having been a security guard actually down at the tacoma Dome station uh way 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 back in the day and that was before it got extra weird it's still fucking it was always a trip it was yeah. always just a very interesting thing on that. I think anytime you work a, a night shift or a graveyard shift, you see like the weirdest parts of just yeah. life, right? You literally yeah. saw a one-legged man hopping down the uh, the island uh, for the bus terminal, <laughs> and I had to call the cops three times to try to get him off because they didn't believe me. They're like, provide a description for the man. He's, he's the guy with one leg. He's, he's got one leg, and they're like, all right, we'll send someone yeah. out. I'm like, they're not. Where's his other leg? He's waving it around. Yeah, I very- don't know, man. I don't know. I didn't ask. Uh, uh, maybe his he- girlfriend's chasing him with it. and yeah. uh, God, It's actually right. up this other dude's ass. It's the most remarkable thing, man. He kicked that fucking it. butt right yeah. up that dude's ass. He kicked it up there. It lodged in there. It just detached and started walking on, man. I don't know. It's the weirdest shit. I thought it was why, a lizard. Why would you call that the... the- Police on on a poor. I was person. a security guard and I needed him to get off the property, oh. so I had to call TPD non emergency. Yeah, to go. Yeah, oh. he, he fell asleep no. on the island. He just said no. Like he, he, fell, he laid down and fell asleep. Hopping all that. Way. Yeah, he was. He got made about halfway. He was very tired. He laid down and went to sleep. <laughs> did you give him a chance to nap? Like, did you give him a chance to nap at all? Yeah, the three did times you give I him called. A leg up? Yeah, the, <laughs> the three times I called the fucking cops to say, "Hey, oh, get man. you. You got to deal with this." <laughs> That's what I did. I was a security guard. I observed. I reported. I did not involve my myself <laughs> as much as I humanly yeah. possibly could. Observe and report an underrated Seth Rogen movie. Yeah. I love that movie. Nice. That's Solid. a good movie. <laughs> uh, the final question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Aww. Ooh. Ooh. Wow, that's a heavy hitter. I know. Hit that hard, the hardest one at the 10 one. I didn't make these questions. You know, you know, what, like, you know what I would like to hear? Everything's going to be okay. Nice. That would be enough. That would be amazing. I'd be okay with that. I would be way more relieved at the end of my life if they're like, nah, don't worry about it. Everything's going to be Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll tell both you bitches that right that right now. Everything's <laughs> going to be fine. It's don't gonna, worry about it. Gonna, it all equals out but, in the end. But, don't worry. Gonna, that's surprisingly comforting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, you're comforted by it. All right, then fine. I know Scott a little bit better than you. But I, I have this kind of this side belief uh, about heaven that if you have a three-way, you get a better seat than everybody else. Before, If you have a three-way, three-way before you die. Oh, no. And I'm sticking with that. God damn it. Oh. I know it. There's a, so, oh, I see what you're doing yes. there. I'm, yeah. I'm buying into the cult of I think I think that's a good, good one. Good I, I like I'm trying the, to convince uh... my wife right now that I really need to have a three-way. <laughs> that's the only so way you can get into heaven? Yeah, that I can have a good, good, Honey, good seat so what, what if she shows up with a dude and she's like, all right, I'm here for you, I'll, man. I'll pl- I'll roll the dice. That's okay. Right. <laughs> it's all shit happens. Shit happens. I had a 50-50 chance. <laughs> right, right. Shit. Ask and you sell you, you, know, you know what they say in France, right? <laughs> What's that? Was it? Lay fuck it, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, uh, seriously, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Buffalo Preacher, you can find him, like I said, on Facebook. You can find On Sacred Ground available right now to stream on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Pandora. Uh, I know it's. I know some of the tracks are on YouTube Music as well because I looked it up my own damn self. Um, 
you've got it out there. The album is out there. Everybody do check it out. Seriously, thank you so much for spending some time with us, man. It's been a it's been a fucking treat. It has been a great afternoon. I really appreciate you guys having me out. I just want to extend a, a thanks to uh, Vince's wife Amber for uh, encouraging us to get together. Uh, Donnie's girl Ariane for all the support for uh, you know all of our fans and friends. You know you know everyone who has is in that little circle who encourages you to keep going. Yeah, you know it just matters because it's always a small circle, and I appreciate it when the small circle who you know pushes whether it's your circle or your circle. You know yeah. we need that the people you know, who can we need help it. lift you we up. We need that. Yeah, and especially so right I now, like- thank everyone. It's just awesome. You know. Absolutely. Like, uh, and we want to thank you spending some time props to, uh, getting a hold of us and, uh, coming out on the uh, podcast. I got to thank Vince for that. Vince is very proactive. Thank you, Vince. <laughs> do appreciate <laughs> it. You, you got to get the people that do it out there, get the uh, word out there to make it happen. Hmm. If, uh, anybody out there, uh, if you want to be a part of the grit city podcast, if you're doing something cool, unique, and you're uh, from the area, uh, send us an email info at gritcitypodcast.com, or you can hit us up on our Instagram or, uh, Twitter our facebook we got all sorts of different ways to get a hold of us uh hell i mean there's uh no that's actually about it isn't it yeah you can just come down here to the union building and scream uh that would be the most tacoma podcast. thing ever honestly <laughs> it would be probably. standing outside a building and screaming is pretty solid on that yeah. so yeah absolutely <laughs> give on that uh if you want to subscribe to our patreon please do do so patreon.com slash grit city podcast you get uh access to all the old episodes where it's broken and Scott BSing with all the uh, the luminaries of Tacoma. Also, you have access to Jeff's amazing artwork designs before anybody else does and gets you a chance to put it up as uh, maybe some wall art like some of our fans have done or uh, get a t-shirt or so that shows off an octopus smoking out of a bong or drinking a beer or doing all those things. You could get it tattooed on you. We're, we're down for that. Like, Ooh, go ahead and do that. Like, yeah. We have no problem with that. I'll tattoo somebody. I, know, <laughs> I don't trust that one. Um, but again, uh, you can get all that information all of our socials at gridcitypodcast.com thank you guys everyone for listening Drew thank you for being on the show thank you guys so much I appreciate it and until next time stay gritty you've been listening to the Grid City Podcast check them out at gridcitypodcast.com yeah